0: Here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster,
1: audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor.
2: Hey everybody, welcome back to Podcasting Your Global Career. For those of you who are new to this space, my job is to uncover the best of the best. Authors, speakers, thought leaders, singer-songwriters from around the world, and present them to you. It's what we do all right let's rock and roll welcome to the dharmic evolution podcast and uh i'm really honored to have um amanda here amanda Barrientes, is that correct barrientes oh i'm sorry you got it okay i got it amanda barrientes is with me today on the dharmic evolution podcast so welcome amanda it's so nice to have you here yeah it's great um so we're in Salt Lake City right now at this great podcast um, event. And I was so happy to meet you and hear all about the things you're doing with your life and how you're serving people. And congratulations on the book. I am a money magnet. Now, who is not to love this? That title alone, yeah. right? So let's start with the book, if you're okay with that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Um, motivation to write it is, is almost self-evident. But there was something behind of the obvious um, reason that we all want to aspire to do well in our businesses. So what prompted you to take this on?
1: Well, the book's been in my heart for a while, but I, I definitely share my starting story and how I was, my entrepreneurial journey came from me having really big relationship struggles. So I was on the floor crying one night and I had left my 15 year marriage having the fair My next relationship wasn't working. And so my boyfriend had moved all of his stuff out of the basement and I was staring out of this empty, you know, room and crying. And I had looked in Craigslist all day for places to live and I couldn't afford anything. I already had an extra job. I have kids in grad school and I was going, oh, my God, no one's coming to save me. I don't know what I'm going to do. And, you know, in that moment, I I was scanning my life history and thinking, what's the common denominator here? I'm like, oh, it's me. I'm the problem. And so I made a declaration to myself and I had no idea where it would lead me. But I made this declaration like I am willing to do whatever it takes to change my relationships and make more money. And what it led me to was podcasts because they're free and I could learn on the go. And so I started listening to everything I could and I started to really change from the inside out. And, you know, I always think about the magical way the universe works and, you know, relates really to quantum physics. But at the same time this was happening, my department had this national news fallout where professors were leaving. And I thought, I don't want this job anymore. You know, I thought that's what I was on track for. And so I decided I'm going to finish my degree and I'm going to take a leap and become a coach because all of those podcasts I had been listening to were by coach type people. Right. And I was like, I love to teach. What if I could? a coach and get paid to do what I love. And so I took the leap and I went six figures in that first year. Part of the journey was using this affirmation that I used that I had learned about, you know, you've got to reprogram your money mindset through affirmation. And so I always said to myself, I'm a money magnet. Everything I touch turns to goal. Like I'd find a penny on the ground. And I'd be like, I'm a money magnet. Everything I touch turns to goal. And then, you know, I get up to the cash register and an item I was purchasing would be half off. And in my mind, I'd be like, I'm a money magnet. Everything I touch turns to gold. And it really just started to playfully uplevel my money vibe. Right. And so I started teaching reframes to my clients and having the right money stories and learning about their unconscious money beliefs. And I just watched so many things change. And so it's been a really fun journey to learn about my own money mindset and then realize that everybody has money issues, even money fears, money stresses, money blocks whether they're making zero dollars yeah. or millions of dollars. Right. And so that's what I love to do in the world is help people evolve their money mindset.
2: So when you say to reframe, meaning you're going to put something else as in place of what they've been using. Yeah, exactly. And, and they don't often even know that they're doing this. Yeah. Right. That's the hard part, I think. Yeah. That, so
1: I'm glad you said that. So yeah. three steps. It's F. F. money formula. First, you have to recognize okay. and then reframe and then repeat to reprogram. But right. exactly like you're saying, most people don't even stop to consider that they have unconscious money blocks holding them back.
2: Right. So you get into their whole paradigm, yeah. shift that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, again, it's the unconscious. We're, we're kind of like uh, somebody said at best that uh, recently, I'm trying to remember who, but they said we're, most people are like tiptoeing through life to get to death without disturbing anything. <laughs> you know, just like, so I just want to arrive safe to my casket and I'm over. know, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with the whole thing. And I, I think the fear is that we're, we're just not going to get there and we don't know how to do it. Yeah. You know, so kudos to you for uh, being a coach and bringing people along on their journey to help them find out what it is. So yeah. so you found this and how did you first get your first clients? What did you, what did you do to attract clients.
1: I was a wild woman. I went to networking events. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Old school style. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I knew nothing about marketing and business building and I just thought I got to get myself out there. And so I started going to networking events and just promoting. And I remember vividly the first one I went to, they said like, tell us your 30-second commercial. I'm like,
0: what the hell is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I had no idea. So I learned a lot along the way and I just I had a huge heart for helping people and I knew that I could do it because I had learned very specific tools that were working really well for me. And I saw if I can do it, other people can do it. And so, you know, I would just promote myself that I could help people transform and I'd have these really powerful conversations with people where by the end they would be like, how can I work with you? And I would come up with a package on the fly and just create something and then we would work together and then I'd get these big results and then that just, you know. I would say snowball from there. Did
2: you have a lot of uh, word of mouth people like referring? Back Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So
1: I would go to networking events and then I'd have referrals. And then at the same time, because I was so inspired by podcasts, I started my own podcast. Right. And so I would take uh, little snippets from my podcast and put them on social media and grew my podcast that way. And then oh, I would say... A huge percentage of my business has come from podcasting because I don't go to networking events
2: anymore. And what's the title of your podcast? The
1: Woman Entrepreneur Podcast.
2: Love it. Okay. The Woman Entrepreneur Podcast. So be truthful now, Amanda, when I ask you, did you say, I'm going to quit this after six weeks? This is too much work. Um, (laughs) No,
1: I didn't because I such a stressful Academia was so stressful yeah. that that reality was way worse to me than yeah. going into business. Yeah. I mean, I really felt like academia was the perfect training ground for being an entrepreneur. Right. <laughs> because I could handle so much stress. And I mean, you know, when I was in grad school, I'm, I'm reading three books a week, writing 60 pages of content a week, teaching a class, taking three classes. And I had an additional research job to bring in extra money. So it's like, I mean, I and three kids, you know. Like I was slammed. And so wow. when I started making money from poaching, I'm like, are you kidding? I get paid to do it? Yeah. This is amazing. And I can set the amount and I can set my hours. And so to me, yeah. it was like a godsend.
2: Yeah. That's, that's incredible. I don't know how you did all that, but I have to hand it to you, um, you ladies who do this under such, you know, the single mom who's doing all the things you just described and still pulling it off and starting a business. So, h- how long has it been podcasting now for you?
1: I'm in my fifth year of business. Oh, congratulations! So, yeah, five yeah, years two, 2023 is my fifth year. So, yeah, it was. It's been amazing. I mean, I that first year, oh man, I worked hard. Yeah, I can <laughs> imagine. Know, and I was used to that. I, yeah. I I worked really hard, and so now I love to teach people. My main NFA money mantra is work less, make more, have fun. Yeah, and it's like what you do is how do you play in your zone of genius and attract easier money your way. Instead of, you know, having that stuck belief that you've got to work hard to make money. yeah. And so I've really, every year I've, I've worked less hours and I've either kept the same income or made more money. And I've always been above six figures. And, you know, this year is my big scaling year. I'm branching out in huge ways, expanding my brand. Right. Uh, but in doing all that, you know, it's like I've built a really fun platform that people know. So I've built a brand that people trust. I've been so reliable. I think that's something that's really important for people to remember is, when you're starting out, just be consistent, yeah. You'll get better as you go, yeah. You know, like when I, you know, I go listen to my first episode versus today's episodes; they're very different, yeah. And i rebranded the podcast three times. Have you, do you so really? It started with um, Max Potential Habits, uh-huh. and then Max Potential Money, and then the Woman Entrepreneur, and it's all been similar audience. It's just gotten clearer and clearer in the brand identity, which yeah. makes it easier to attract people.
2: You know, that's, you're the, probably the third person today that that topic has come up and I'm at, at the, um, at the precipice of this same thing because I've been doing it since 2015 and you're not the same person you were yesterday, Mm -hmm. let alone years ago, you know? So it's like, well, I'm still the same me, but all these other things came into my life and shifted things. So it's kind of a, I'm glad there's branding people here to help us along that journey, but I think it's really important that you do that. Yeah. And you have done that, you know, 3 yeah. times so you're underscoring my point to go and do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell us about your perfect person for you to coach. Who do you like to really coach? Is it younger ladies? Is it you know, professional women? Um who is your your perfect yeah, coaching? Yeah, I have in my support?
1: coaching, I have a group. It's a mastermind. I okay. have 6-figure women entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to work with that mindset around I, I have, I'm involved in creating a business and I'm scared and I don't know totally yet what I'm doing, but I have the inspiration to do it. And I, you know, women who are, let's if they are even really close to six figures or I work with some that are beyond six figures, but they've got that mindset of like, I got to work hard all the time and I'm stressed out and I'm not enjoying my business anymore. Yeah. So I really help people transform that mindset and learn how to delegate and learn how to step into much more joy. And really tap into their zone of genius. I call it their zone of manifestation. So when you're in your zone of manifestation, you attract business easily. You make more and more money. You're delegating things away that you don't enjoy. You're dropping the crap you don't enjoy. And you're really playing in the field of, of joy every day. Where you're like, you get up and you look forward to going to quote unquote work. Yeah. And so that's in my, my kind of coaching world. In my speaking, it's much more executives and corporate. United you know, keynotes and workshops. With organizations and companies. And so I, I have both, I work with both different ends right. of the, the field. I mean, everybody struggles with mindset. Yeah. And, and people don't necessarily know if it, everybody has money blocks. Right. So, you know, this could show up as fear of sales. It could show up as thinking you got to work all the time. It could show up as overwhelm, saying yes to too much, imposter I. It was amazing to me to step into corporate world and realize how many women struggle or men and women struggle with imposter and, and feeling overwhelmed, and I'm like, really, the fears are all the same.
2: So describe imposter syndrome for us. So imposter
1: so. Sh- syndrome can show up in different ways, like over being overly perfectionist. Okay. you've got to prove yourself. So somehow thinking you're not good enough. So a lot of times in those upper positions, people yeah, will be like, I don't know if I deserve here. And so they feel like they have to work really hard to prove themselves. So
2: let me ask you this. That's their inner voice saying that. yeah. But their outer voice is saying diametrically opposite. I got this. I got this cover. Yeah.
1: And and very much guy related guys. It's interesting in in imposter syndrome studies, men will, will fly under the radar so that they don't ever be in the spotlight because they're afraid people will recognize that they're a fraud. Right. So that's what it'll show for guys more frequently. And for women, they'll take on everything and say yes to everything to prove that they're worth it. Okay. And so it's interesting how it shows up. And then for entrepreneurs, similar, we in entrepreneurship, people will over deliver and undercharge. So, you know, or, and they just take way too long to put stuff out there because they think it's got
2: to perfect. Yeah. When, and when and you don't need fast. to. Yeah. Because Honestly. the whole thing, yeah. the whole space is imperfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, so when you first started coaching, did you have such a sense of joy when you brought somebody to the water and they drank?
1: Oh, so fun.
2: <laughs> but,
1: I mean, saying there's nothing better than, I, I mean, really, I will pinch myself and be like, I have to eat. Like,
2: yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Saying, like, just talking to people and helping them see things that they can't see, it's its a—it's figuring out the human puzzle, right. you know, and yeah. it's like. When someone has one idea shift, I always say you're one thought away from millions of dollars. Right. You know, you can have one idea shift that changes everything for you.
2: So you're doing, you started off doing individual coaching Mm -hmm. and then you're doing group coaching now. Yeah. So when did that shift occur? Like when you started, because obviously doing one-on-one is a lot harder. Yeah. Time-wise and schedule-wise. So when did the shift occur that you said, I'm ready? That was you know.
1: really—it's uh, a great question—and it happened after the first year because I took on a lot of clients, and it was like, whoa, I'm yeah. maxed out in my energetic output, yeah. and in my time and in my schedule. And I was like, this isn't scalable, yeah. You know, I've always had the vision of going to seven figures, which I'm on my way, and I, and I couldn't have done that one-on-one. It, it's not impossible, but right. it's not easy to do, yeah. If that's all you're doing. But and that you bring
2: up—you bring up a really good point having the energy is so important because, you know, you can't be like eight o'clock at night and somebody's like ringing in and you've, you've already put in a yeah. day and a half. Yeah. And it's like, I got to have energy to give to this person to help them get on track. So, so you have decided, all right, we're going to do group coaching. Yeah. 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 Now will you still do individual or will you just stick with group? Do you I think? do
1: and I do it on a case by case basis. Right. Very cherry picked
0: people.
2: Yeah.
1: Where, you know, it's going to be, really high level higher cost and someone who i'm like i'm so excited to work with person um and they're like a hundred (laughs) hundred percent yeah yeah you know like i love that one-on-one client but you know as you grow in a brand and scale your time gets much more i've become much more efficient with my time and i've become much more let's see i value my time a lot more yeah and so i'm very careful like okay if i Take on a one-on-one client. Do I want to show up every week at the same time and, and do that? And so it's got to be something that's a really big win-win. Yeah, you know. Whereas in in group, you can scale it more. So you know, I like to teach the model of it when you're starting with coaching specifically to do one one-to-one because you can make the most money the fastest. I think it's the easiest way to break through to six figures. Yeah, and then start to do one to few, and then one to many. And so, for me, I I started building those platforms out at the same time. So, it was like I was doing the one-to-one while I built my podcast and YouTube channel. Right. And then I started doing one-to-one and group and then, you know, added a course. And now I'm adding speaking and writing books and scaling more. So You have
2: no time. (laughs) (laughs) You thought you did.
1: (laughs) I think something that's been wonderful to experience is that I do more and more and more of what I love and I delegate. Right. And so, everything I'm doing, I enjoy. I can't say everything. I'm getting there. I'm not quite to where I delegate every single thing away that I don't enjoy. Um, But every day I ask myself that. And every hire I have on my team is like, I've got to delegate away the things I don't enjoy so that I can play in my zone of genius because I know that that's the most magnetic money. And that's where you just wake up and you just feel good all the time. Yeah. And that's the life. And it's
2: less less work. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like joy. Yeah, exactly. You know, you take the burdens and just go. You, you deal with it, yeah, you know? exactly. So let's talk about public speaking, keynotes yeah. and things. Um, that's something you must get a lot of joy out of as well. Yeah. Speaking to a live room where everybody's got a pulse and they're talking. So um, how do you get these engagements and what are your favorite ones to go to for your brand?
1: Yeah, you know, I would say, and I'm newer at it, so I've only done, I've done a handful on it. Okay. Ton, and so I, in my experience of it, the thing I enjoy the most of it is Tapping into the energy of the room and people and then tailoring my talk to that. Right. Really good at that. You know, so it's interesting because I I don't like prepping for things. Yeah. Right. At all, which is interesting with keynotes because you really do need to be more prepped. Yeah. I really love it when I can engage the audience and ask them questions and hear their fears and and then that leads to me answering a question that then inspires someone else to ask a question. And so it's this interactive style that I have. Yeah. So I absolutely love that. That's my favorite. And I'd say that's where I'm most in my sound genius. It's like having the audience transform through me facilitating questions and answers that cause people to bounce ideas off of each other. And And I think the most magical thing of that is people realize, oh, I'm the only one. Yeah. Like everyone thinks that they are the only one that has these. And then every time I'm at a workshop at our keynote, every time it's the same exact fears, it's the same worries. And everybody in the audience always comes up to me like, Oh my God, thank you so much. I had no idea that other people were struggling with this. And I love that. That's, I think, the beauty of getting to this work in
2: Oral. So when do you get, we get to see you on a TED talk soon? I love her. <laughs> yes,
1: it's 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 in the lineup of things. I, yeah. I have I'm no doubt. Either this year or next year. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah.
2: And uh, how's the process for that these days?
1: Um, you know, I the, the people I talk to that have done TED Talks mostly say it's a lot of consistent applications. You know, like keep applying, keep applying, yeah. keep applying, right. and that that you know just takes hitting the right person and with the right topic. I think I have good. You know, I actually and I don't remember the name, but I come up came up with but i came up with it and i did a poll and people were like that is awesome it's talking about wealth shame okay money shame like overcoming money shame right because everybody experiences this like yeah. we have we beat ourselves up for the ways that we experience or or, or you know used money in the past or yeah. whatever happened to us in the past and then we causes us to project our fears in the future and so i think that'd be a really fun ted talk so it yeah i don't know the exact process yet but when i'm ready i will figure it out and it'll happen
2: <laughs> so, so when you had your paradigm shift about money, um, you were in a really dark place, a difficult place. Was there one defining moment that just said, ah, oh, this is, I'm thinking things differently now. Some, something occurred to you like that. Was it?
1: That's such a great question. I can't, I don't know if I could think of an exact moment. One thing that really struck me that was fascinating is I would all of a sudden notice like, oh, you about this the same anymore." And a lot of it came when it was like, all of a sudden I didn't have money. Like, and and today when stuff comes up that used to put me into a total tailspin and just freak out, now I'm like, ah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And I'm like, I look at that, I'm like, whoa, I've really changed. And then, you know, attracting my husband, like, oh my God, such a different type of person than I've ever attracted in my life. And I started to realize like, I've changed i yeah. not even attracted at all to the same type of people anymore because I've changed. Yeah. And so that those were really highlighted in my mind. It's like, whoa, I don't respond to money events in the same way. And I can just, I I, I respond instead of react. Yeah. And so I actually, the first time these things happen to me, I'd be like, I'm afraid right now, shouldn't I be afraid?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and
1: I'd just sit there and be like, this is a really weird experience. Is the fear going to come?
2: it's what's wrong it you yeah. know like
1: oh my god i've changed it's was, it was pretty wild
2: what is the best place for people to re- reach you amanda go <laughs> to
1: nfamoney.com so everything is there NFA Money and uh woman entrepreneur podcast is a great place if you're a woman entrepreneur and you know i have a lot of guys that listen to it too because it used to be you know for men and women um yeah all my social media handles are Money and the book I would say if you're it, you're enjoying what we're talking about here, the book is an awesome resource. So when you buy the book, you get access to a free course, thirty day, thirty, 30 videos from me straight to your inbox that go along with the book. So it's like wow. a deep dive into your money mindset. So just go to iamamoneymagnetbook dot I am a money magnet Awesome.
2: The book we'll put all of those in the show notes. Tell me, what do you do for you when you're not on? Because you're on a lot, I can tell. <laughs> you know, right? You build in, build and build in. Yeah. So chill time. Yeah. What does a man do for I herself?
1: Love. One of my favorite places is uh, Hot Springs. I know. you been to Pagosa Springs?
2: No, I've been hearing so much about this. Yeah. I'm getting messages. Okay. So yeah. tell me about go it. Go
1: to Pagosa Springs Resort. So me and my honey go there and we'll just spend like several days soaking, relaxing, hiking talking shopping it's like oh, i love that so definitely traveling is a big relaxation for me um that's the simple like having an unscheduled day on my calendar which i always do yeah you know just a day where i'm like i don't put one thing on my calendar and yeah. so that i can just be spontaneous all day and do whatever i feel so like we, doing in the day yeah so that's a huge that's something that i am very ritualistic about and you know i i, I practice what i preach i don't just tell people you know relax and be in a state of joy. And then I'm stressed to hell all the time. Yeah. Like, that isn't how I operate, you know? So it's like, I do, I have a daily morning routine that I do every single day. I meditate and I journal and I read, I exercise. I love trail running as one of my favorite things. Oh yeah. Things That's my favorite too. Yeah. yeah. So it
2: doesn't. Yeah. Me. That's good. I mean, uh, you know, you hit on all the same things. I, I do almost your same, you know, yeah. your same regimen. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's good to have a freedom day to just say, you know, that's one, that's one thing I'm not doing yet, but um, I, I, I stopped working on Sundays a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I found that I was more productive. Monday came oh, around so and I was great. like, I can't believe this. I didn't work at all. And it's, everything's going great, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, um, I want to just thank you so much for being a part in Dharmic Evolution and being on this podcast. And it was a pleasure to meet you and all of God's blessings. Wow. Thanks, thank Amanda. Thank you. Such a okay. joy to be on. Another great show. So glad you guys showed up today for Podcasting Your Global Career. Please check out all the links in the show notes. My coaching link is in there. Let's uncover your purpose and get a discovery session with me. No obligation. What have you been waiting for? I'm your host for Podcasting Your Global Career, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or
0: I'll see you from the stage. Bye. Take a ride with me Ride on, ride on We can untangle all the mystery If wishes were windows I'd open one and find That freedom is really A simple state of mind Ride with me Ride on, ride on We can untangle all the mystery Ride on, ride on Maybe, baby, you and I can find the key Ride on, ride on We can unlock each other's destiny I taste the breeze of freedom It's tingling on my tongue Each other's destiny, I'll take you places that you've never seen, I'll take you places that you never dreamed, I'll take you places that were pictures in your mind, I'll take you places